Hello and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to gain actionable advice, learn about current market trends, and hear war stories from other professional investors out there in the field today. Before we get started, I have two quick housekeeping items to cover. First, if you like the episode, we would very much appreciate a like, subscribe, and share. It is the best way to support the show and keep it running. Second, if you are a new investor looking to get started in real estate or an experienced investor looking to take your investing to the next level, we created an ebook for you that will cover how to find deals that are actually deals, how to finance those deals with little to no money down, and how to exit those deals for maximum value. On top of that, I throw in an insane amount of free bonuses that you'll have access to once you buy the ebook. All we charge is our admin cost to keep the show running. So, if you're serious about real estate investing and want to create both active and passive income as an investor, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com and click on the button that says get the ebook to grab yourself a copy today. So with that said, let's dive right in. Today we have a very special guest with us ready to drop some investor knowledge on you. So buckle up, grab your pen and paper and enjoy the ride. All right, we are live with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have with us Rod Cleef. Rod has a great story. I am super excited to hear it. Um, and I know you guys are going to enjoy it too. I'm not even going to introduce him because I want him to tell a story. So Rod, why don't you take it away? We always start with stories. Take us back to the beginning. How did you get oh, started? I've got, I've got sorted, painful story. And, and, but, but I think it'll add value to your listeners, Gabe. I, I, so, so, um, you know, I immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my mother, Zvancha, my brother, Albert. I was actually born in the Netherlands, you know, Holland, wow. wooden shoes. And, and, and uh, we ended up in Denver, Colorado, and we struggled. Uh, uh, in fact, I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school, uh, hand-me-down clothes, because, we, you know, we couldn't afford them. My, my mom, we, you know, bought food at the expired, you know, expired food. We drank powdered milk because that's all we could afford. Uh, she thought milk Jeez. was healthy. And, and you know, we really struggled. And I'm sure you've got listeners that maybe, you know, had it harder than I did or maybe have it harder right now with COVID and all the craziness that's going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I knew I wanted more. And and so luckily, my mom was a bit of an entrepreneur and she had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she bought the house across the street from us when I was 14 for about wow. $30,000. With her And then when I was 17, wow. when I was 17, she. Um, uh, told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that that had gone up 20,000 uh, in her sleep. And I'm like, screw college, mom, I'm getting into real estate. <laughs> so I got into real estate, I became a real estate broker, right when I turned 18, you know, not an agent, a broker, you could actually do that back then with education. Now they got smart, and you need some experience, but I was a broker. And, and so my first year, I, I was going to be rich selling real estate, selling real estate to other people. Yeah. <laughs> so my first year in real estate, I made about eight grand, my second year, maybe 10 grand. But my third year, 
I made over a hundred thousand dollars, which back in 1981 was decent money. And so what happened between year two and year three that caused me to 10 X my income. And that's one of the things I love talking about. What happened was I met a guy that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology. I worked with him. I actually dated his daughter and, and, Mm. you know, he taught me that 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the mechanical information, the vehicle, as it were, real estate, in our case, you know, in your case, it's, it's RV parks and mobile home parks. In my case, it's, it's, it's multifamily in general. And, but that's the smallest part of it. You actually have to take action with what you learn. You know, otherwise there'd be a bunch of wealthy librarians and college professors out there if it was just knowledge. Right. And so, you know, fast forward to today, I've owned over 2000 houses that I rented long-term. I've owned multiple apartment complexes in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. Wow. You know, and, and, and I thought I was a freaking real estate God. Okay. (laughs) I could barely, my head got so big, I could barely fit it through a door. And you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smackdown. Well, that was 2008 for me. I lost the 17 million, a lot more. I lost $50 million in 2008. Man. And, you know, I thought I was set for life and I crashed and burned. And so, You know, one of the things that I love drilling down on, if you'll allow me, is the mindset strategies that I utilize to have 50 million to lose in the first place. Obviously, that's not no small feat. But then also, maybe as importantly, especially with what's going on right now, how I recovered to the success that I'm blessed to have today. Because, you know, listen, I'd love to drill down on that if you'll if you'll allow me. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, um, Anybody who gets into real estate, you're gonna hit. Uh, you're gonna hit things that you didn't expect. You're gonna run into the wall at times. And I think coming back from that, being able to to hit those failures, to maybe do a flip that you actually lost money on. You know, you lost fifty million dollars, which is astronomical compared to what most of us go through. But um, even the smaller ones, even a, even a flip or, or uh, a single deal that you did that goes south, um, that can be really hard. It can really hit the ego, and it is difficult to come back from. And it's one of the most important things an investor can can have in his tool set is how to keep going after failure. So yes, I definitely want to hit that. I definitely want to hear, you know, how'd you do it? Seven, you, sure. you lost 50 million in 2008. That is, yes, sir. that would yes, crush sir. anyone. Yeah. Well, it was tough. I hid under a rock for a couple of months, no question. But I will tell you that the message is timely because there are people, a lot of people hurting right now. You know, I, yeah. I, was, I went to Miami, South Beach, Miami, where we, I love to go and, and hang out and look at the beautiful people. And there's a place called Lincoln Road that's got all these shops and restaurants on it. And I went there a few couple of months ago and like 30 to 40% of the businesses are gone. I mean, it's, it's just gone forever. I mean, iconic restaurants that have been there for decades are gone. And so, you know, I know there are a lot of people hurting. And, and listen, if you're listening to Gabe, I know you're a leader. And right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. And so what does, what does that mean? That means you've got to direct your focus so I'm off topic for just a second, but I wanted to share this. You've got to direct your focus because focus is power. Wherever your focus goes, it's going to expand both positive and negative. If you're sucked into CNN and, 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 you know, the, the media, you're, you're, you're going to be sucked into the negative and that's going to get bigger. So I'm going to encourage you right now, even if you're not going through that, but pay attention to where your focus is, stand guard at the, you know, at, at, at your mind to make sure that you're not bringing in a bunch of negative stuff. You know, I have, 
focus, like I said, focus is so important. I have students that will call me sometimes and say, you know, I'm trying to get out of our potential students. I'm trying to get out of student loan debt. And I'm like, you know what? Wrong statement. Focus on making the yep. money so the yep. debt's irrelevant. Yep. You know, again, you know, they asked Mother Teresa uh, if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. See, that, that simple distinction. And so, again, focus is yep. very, very important. But anyway, back and, to uh, my yeah, – Actually, I want to jump in there right now because I loved what you just said. Um, even in my own life, I mean, if you're listening to this episode, this is I what Rod just said. I, I feel like that is – you can stop right now, but Rod's going to give more great value. But that is the one thing that you want to take away is that focus is power. Um, when you're in debt, when you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, don't focus on the situation. You focus on the solution. Focus on where you want to go, not everything negative around you. So, Rod, I, I love that. Um, sounds like that really helped you when you were coming out. So, continue your story. Well, no, that, that, that was the whole thing. And so, let yep. me talk about the strategies to, to enhance that focus. And, you know, by the way, guys, they're never failures. They're seminars, okay? And, and of course, <laughs> I had a $50 million freaking seminar. Now, you know, I've I've... I've had lots of seminars in my life. I've built 24 businesses uh, so oh, far wow. in my career. I'm 61 today. It's my birthday today. Yeah, and birthday. and uh, thank you. And and I built 24 businesses. Several have been worth tens of millions of dollars. Most have been spectacular, flaming freaking seminars. Okay. But guys, <laughs> we fail our way to success. I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to this show, don't fear failure. Fear being in the same freaking place you are right now, a year from now, or fear regret. There was a there was a nurse in Australia named Bronnie Ware. She was a hospice nurse, and she she you know uh, took care of patients at the end of their lives. And she asked him a question, and the question was, "Do you have any regret?" Or regrets plural. And she wrote a book about it. It's called "The Five Regrets of Dying." And the number you know what the number one regret was, Gabe? It was it was not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I was capable of. Okay. Guys, screw that, okay? Seriously. So so fear that much more than fearing failure. But anyway, back to back to how I was able to pivot and turn this around and really have 50 million to lose in the first place. And it was knowing what I want with great clarity and more importantly why I wanted it. So what I want to do is just take a minute and walk you through a process. Now I do this at my I t- I do live well I used to do live events. <laughs> <laughs> I do live stream events now. I was supposed to have 800 people in uh, Orlando last May, and we all know what happened with that. So we took it online. I had 900 people online. So it was a, my biggest event ever. But I do these two-day boot camps where I teach people how to buy apartment buildings and multifamily. And and I'll give you guys a great deal if you guys are interested. I don't sell anything at these events. It's like 16 to 18 hours of training, nothing being sold. So I'll, I'll and I can I'll give you a coach. So you can come for 97 bucks. So it's kind of a duh. If you have any interest in this business at all, come spend two days with me. Nothing being sold for 97 bucks. But but um, you know um, so so I had to pivot back then. I had to innovate and go online. And maybe you're in that place right now if you're listening, okay? Maybe you need to innovate or pivot. Some of the strongest companies in history were born in tough times like this. So, you know, uh, just just be aware of that and, and think, you know, look in the mirror and say, hey, maybe I need to change. Maybe I need to innovate. Maybe I need to pivot. But anyway, so one of the things I do at my, one of the first things I do at my events 
uh, now they're online, obviously, uh, is, is a goal set. I call it goal setting on steroids. Okay. And okay. let me just walk you through the process very quickly. It will just take a few minutes. Now, of course, I take about an hour or, or a little longer when we do it live with music and everything else, get you juiced. But let me give you the steps so that you can write them down and, and do them for yourself. And, do, you know, I would recommend you do them with your significant other. But listen, so what you do is you pick an hour when you have a lot of energy. Don't do it after a meal. Don't, you know, make sure you're well hydrated, drink a lot of water and write down in the morning. Yep. Right. Write, write down everything you could ever want in life. Write down all the stuff. Okay. There's nothing wrong with stuff. The houses, the cars, the boats, the jet skis, the planes, the motorcycles, whatever it is. Write down how much money you want in the bank in three years from your investments, how much money you want in 10 years in the bank. Write down how much cash flow you want from your investments in three years and then in 10 years. All the small things, the big things, not just the, the, the New Year's resolutions that are forgotten in February. I'm talking about everything you could ever possibly want in your life. You write that down. Okay. Then I want you to also write down all the things you want to do in this lifetime. Okay. You're going to, you know, maybe you want to, uh, 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 you know, the places you want to go. I've got a travel vision board behind my green screen here, you know, um, you know, uh, with one, this one of my vision boards, all the places you want to travel, all the things you want to do, you know, maybe you want to climb a uh, mountain climb, you know, I've got a friend that's climbing every mountain over 14,000 feet in the world. I, Ooh. maybe you want to, <laughs> you know, jump out of a perfectly good airplane. I did that about a year ago and I will never freaking do it again, but it's off the list. Okay. So, you know, whatever it is you want to do, write it down. So it's not just the stuff, write down the things you want to do, the places you want to go. Also write, you know, maybe you want to write a book, you know, maybe you uh, also write down what you want to learn. If you want to learn a skill, you know, um, I want to learn how to play the drums one day. I've got a drum set sitting in the garage. I still haven't, I don't even know what end of the stick to use yet, but you know, it's on the bucket list. Write down what you want to learn. If you want to learn multifamily, for God's sake, spend a couple of days with me. You'll be very, very glad you did. I promise. Never had a complaint with thousands of people now at my live stream events. The only complaint is the breaks are too short because I, I try to pack so much stuff in. I do 15 minute breaks, but, <laughs> but anyway, so if you want to learn a skill, write that down. Um, then lastly, write down who you want to help. We will do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. And you want, guys, this is the fuel, okay? This is what's going to get you to take action. So write down, you know, maybe you want to do things for the environment, um, you know, or, or elderly or children or animals, whatever it is, whatever you're passionate about, write that down. Because I'm going to tell you, power moves to those who serve, okay? So, you know, when I interview students for my, for my coaching program, one of the questions I ask them is, 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 what's the why that's going to get them to take action if they work with us? And if I hear something outside of them, they want to do something for someone or something else, I know they're going to be successful. Because again, power moves to those who serve. So write that stuff down. Now, once you, and by the way, if you're analytical, please don't stop and analyze your, your answers. Just keep <laughs> writing. Don't let the pen leave the paper. Just, just keep going. And, and once you can't think of another thing, there's a couple more steps. I want you to look at those goals and put a number by each goal. Guess how long it's going to take you to achieve it. And just put how many years, a one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20, recognizing that as human beings, we have a tendency to overestimate what we can do in a year, but we massively underestimate what we can do in five, 10, 20 years. And I'll give you an example of this. When I lived in Denver, I knew I wanted to live on the beach and there's no beach in Denver. And so I would visualize the, the, the surf, the palm trees, the sand, of course, the bikinis. I'm a guy, you know, I visualize the beach. Okay. And, and what's crazy is 20 years later, I built this incredible, 
you know, $8 million mansion on the beach. I had the beach on one side and it was called a Gulf to Bay. On the backside, I had my boat lifts. It was like a slice through an island. And this, that was unthinkable when I was 18. But I mean, this house was magnificent. Okay, 10,000 square feet. I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, it, uh, 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 giant waterfall from a second floor balcony into the pool, this big giant spiral staircase up through the middle of the house. To give you an idea of the house, on the second floor, I had an aquarium custom built around the staircase, cost me almost 200 grand. So that gives you an idea of the house. Anyway, so, so, um, but again, so take the lid off your brain when you're writing these things down. If it just, it, there's nothing you can't do, be, or have. You know, I look at Elon Musk, who's now the richest guy on the planet. He's built $3 billion startups. I mean, come on. There's yeah, nothing you can't do, be, or have. So uh, take the lid off your brain. What, when you write down a goal, by the way, what it does, this is why it's so important. It triggers something in your brain called your reticular activating system. And what that is, is it's a subconscious filter. You're not consciously aware of it, but it's a subconscious filter that directs you in the direction your brain thinks you're interested in. And the greatest example of it is when you first buy a car. You never really notice them and you buy that car or truck and you see them everywhere. Were they there before? Yeah, you just didn't pay attention to them. So, so that's your reticular activating system. That's why goals are so freaking important. Now, once you've put a time limit on each goal, I want you to pick your number one goal. I mean, that goal when you get it, you're like, oh my God, that goal that you know you have arrived. Put it on another piece of paper. Then I want you to pick your top three one-year goals. Put those on another piece of paper. Leave some room in between them because I've got one more step here. Now, at this point, you're ahead of 99.99% of the people on the planet, but we're going to take it just a little bit further, okay? So you've got your number one goal and your top three one-year goals. I want you to write down why each one of those goals is an absolute freaking must for you to achieve, not a should. We say, I should be a better parent. I should lose weight. I should eat better. We should all over ourselves, right? Okay. It's got to be a must. And so you write down why it has to happen and use emotionally charged words. Words are very powerful and you want to use them. Words like amazing and incredible and beautiful. You might say, so I can show my amazing family what it means to be successful. I can show my wife or husband what success looks like. My kids, how to, how to achieve success. So we can have the freedom to, you know, go travel wherever we want, whenever we want, bring whoever we want, you know, so whatever's going to juice you, write that down, your why, because it's the why that's going to propel you guys. Okay. That's the, what's going to get you to get up early in the morning, stay up late at night, do whatever it freaking takes to make this happen for yourselves. Okay. Now, um, I want you to take it one little step further though. You know, we talked about regret and brawny wear. I want you to put some pain in there if you don't achieve the goals. And I mean, make it freaking painful. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my children. So I don't fail my husband or wife. So, you know, I don't live a life of regret. Make it painful. Because as human beings, we will do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. And again, you want to use this. This is the freaking fuel, okay? If you're willing to live like most people won't for a few years, you're going to live like most people can't for the rest of your life. And this is the fuel to make that happen. My right, last piece, you've got to visualize this stuff. So you need to get pictures of it, okay? Um, I'll give you some examples, some visualization examples that are very powerful. Uh, great one is Jim Carrey. Uh, when he was flat broke, wrote himself a check. This is the actor, Jim Carrey, the comedian. Wrote himself a check for $10 million. 
out of his, by the way, for those of you millennials, the check is something we used to pay for things back then. <laughs> when we rolled, yeah. Anyway, uh, so he wrote himself a check for 10 million bucks and he would go up by the Hollywood sign, flat broke, and he'd look at it and visualize cashing it. That's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. And I'll give you a more recent example. The singer Demi Lovato, when she was unknown, uh, she uh, uh, said, uh, this is 10 years ago, she posted on social media, I'm going to sing the national anthem in the Super Bowl one day. Go watch the last Super Bowl. Wow, that's and, cool. and, and I'll give you some personal examples for me. When I was 18, I figured I needed a four-door car to show people houses because I was going to make money selling other people houses, like I said. Um, and, you know, um, so I bought this Ford Granada, this bone-ugly piece of you-know-what, and, <laughs> and just bone-ugly. But I worked with the guy I was telling you about that I worked with. He actually had a couple of Corvettes, and he let me drive one. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is freaking amazing. So I got a picture out of a magazine. This is before you could spell Internet. I got a picture out of a magazine of a Corvette um, and I taped it or yeah, taped it to the visor of this bone ugly Granada. So every time I sat in the car, it was right there in front of me within a year or two I had a beautiful Corvette. And I'm going to give you a couple more examples, but I want to share with you. This is not me bragging because these things don't interest me anymore. But I but I, I want to inspire you to what's possible. OK, so. This is back when the TV show Magnum P.I. was out. This is before you were born, Gabe. But the, <laughs> yeah. the actor's name was Tom Selleck, and, and, oh, yeah. and he was a detective. And he, but this, he drove this Ferrari 308, okay? It was the first time I'd ever seen an exotic car. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. So I got a picture of that actual car, put it on the visor of my Corvette. Within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. Last nice. example. Last example. I, I always wanted a Lamborghini. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, to get the girls, you know, that's what guys love that stuff. And and I'm no different. And, you know, and I had posters of Lamborghinis in my, in my room growing up with the bikinis and all that crap. And <laughs> what's crazy is my son collected models of exotic cars and he had about 30 of them. And he had a model of the exact same color and style that I ended up of Lamborghini that I ended up getting. But guys, so get pictures. In fact, let me show you something. This is my planner. I'm a dinosaur. I use a paper planner. And in the back of this thing, I've got pictures that have been in here for 20 years. Okay. But the first pictures here are my gratitude pictures. They're pictures of my kids. They're very young. If you've got a vision board, a gratitude vision board as well. These are pictures of my kids because guys, everything starts from a place of gratitude. This is how you achieve what you want. You do it from a foundation of gratitude. And I'll give you a a, a little strategy that I use um, in a minute on that. But so they're pictures of my kids. Then they're pictures of things that I wanted. So I told you about that house on the beach. Um, it had 10 foot high glass, just like this picture. It had travertine force. This is before I ever got this, built that place. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> and I lost that. I lost that house and all the craziness, you know, with yep. the, with the, uh, back then. But so I lost it, but this is what it looked like, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Okay. Now you want to see something crazier. I live in a compound. Now I've got six buildings, I've got a giant main house. I've got a beautiful two-bedroom guest house on the water. I've got a media building that I'm turning into. The upstairs is going to be this incredible video studio. I've already spent about 50 grand. We're in the midst of it right now. I've got an exercise room and on and on. It's spectacular. And because God's got a sense of humor, I can see my old house that I lost across the bay. It's literally right across (laughs) the bay. But look, see these bottom pictures, Gabe. You can see those white walls in those pictures. See that white wall? Yeah. All right. This picture behind me is my backyard. See the white wall? Oh, Isn't yeah. Isn't that freaking crazy? <laughs> and, and this is before I ever got this stuff. And then I've got, you know, pictures of um, other stupid, you know, watches. I've got a few hundred thousand dollars of the watches, stupid shit. Um, you know, the Lamborghini before I ever got it. Yep. Uh, the, the Rolls Royce, the Bentley, all this stuff I got 
And for because those who are, who are listening on the podcast, he's flipping through in his daily planner. Um, he has just like you would see a regular daily planner. And then it's kind of like a three ring binder. The mm-hmm. very end pages there are all his gratitude pictures. And then mm-hmm. all the things that he actual images of the things that he wants to achieve. And they've been um, in there over 20 years. I mean, they're dog-eared in plastic. And, and you know, this used to be called a day timer. It's now it's a Franklin Covey planner. You just get inserts for it. I've, I've gone through three or four covers in, in the last 20 years. But uh, no, you know, um, it works, guys. If you look around me now, you would see pictures of the things that are interesting, interesting to me now, the things I want to achieve. They're bigger, obviously, and because you need goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so get, but get pictures. Now, let me share one last thing on this topic because that prompted my memory about something. Goals are really, really important. The whys are really, really important. But um, I want to share a quick story with you because uh, it relates to goals. So, you know, I told you I built that house on the beach. You know, that house was magnificent. I mean, just truly, I mean, it was in magazines and just spectacular. And I worked for it for 20 freaking years, Okay. Two months after I moved in, two months after I moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night, the big waterfall coming in from the top and another waterfall from the spa and trees. I spent, you know, probably, I don't know, 50 grand on the trees that just bent out over the pool. And, you know, I could go on and on. The house is just spectacular. The pool's changing colors at night. It's got fiber optic lighting. And I'm floating in there. My family's inside sleeping and I get depressed. And I don't mean just a little bummed. I mean, I was really bummed. And I'm like, what the F is going on here? I've just achieved success like times a thousand societal standards and I'm bummed. And and this is what I want to share with you guys. So there were several things going on. Number one is you should never achieve a goal without a big one, especially without having other goals lined up behind it, because you need a vision for the future. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. You know, like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future. So that was number one. Um, and, and happiness doesn't come from the goals. You need the goals. You got to have them because that's what pushes you and pulls you. But the happiness comes from continual progress. So it's critical that as you're progressing, every week you acknowledge what you got done. You pat yourself on the back. Good job, Rod, even for the stupid little stuff, because things are never going to happen as fast as you like. Yep. You're going to have setbacks and failures. If you lose more than 50 million, give me a call and I'll commiserate <laughs> with you. But 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 you're going to have it happen. There's seminars and only a failure if you don't get back up or you don't learn the lesson. OK, but but stuff's going to happen. But if you're celebrating your progress, you'll be happy because happiness comes from progress and growth. But there was a bigger thing going on too. I had been totally focused on Rod. I built this testament to my ego, this house to prove to the world I was good enough. That's the truth of it. I had limiting belief that I wasn't good enough. And so I built this, this, you know, incredible home, but that was, you know, it was, it was to prove myself. And I had been totally focused on me. And so, you know, one of the things that I did to get out of this is I bought some books. You know, I'm going to get back. I'm not going to stay like bummed out like this. So I got Dale Carnegie and Zig Ziglar and other authors at the time. But one of the books was Tony Robbins' book, one of his books. I think it was Unleash the Power Within. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, this is really resonating with me. I didn't even finish the book, I don't think. And I went to see him. I went to one of his events. I will tell you, first of all, shout out to him. If you ever have an opportunity to see him, just go do it because he's spectacular. But um, And I followed him around the planet for about 20 years after that. Uh, oh, wow. But, but, um, but more importantly, I found out that he fed families for the holidays. And mm. so I'm like, you know, what a concept. <laughs> do something for someone else. I mean, it took me to – I had to be 40 to get that freaking memo. But uh, <laughs> So I went back home and I started, I started feeding families for the holidays. And I'm blessed to say – 
we've we've fed a thousand families uh, for Christmas this year. I've fed over oh, wow. ninety five thousand children over the last twenty years. We've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies to local kids. I've done tens of thousands of teddy bears. And I was we were talking about my friend Kevin Bupp. He has helped raise hundreds of thousands of dollars for that charity. He does a bike ride to Key West every year and he raises money for that. It's called the Tiny Hands Foundation. And I used to pay for everything up to 2008. I paid for everything. I fed 15 or 1800 families in 2008 out of my pocket. But after that, when it all crashed and burned, I started taking donations. But the the point here is I don't want to, again, I'm not trying to brag or impress you. I want to impress on you that, you know, so many people achieve, achieve, achieve to be happy. But when you're fulfilled and you're giving back in some fashion, you're happily achieving. And so even if you're young and you got blood dripping from your teeth and man, you want this so freaking bad and you're pumped, you listen to Gabe and you want this, figure out how to give back right now. Don't say to yourself, I'll give back when I have something to give. You already have something to give, even if it's just your time. You know, we're put on this earth with two arms, one to pull ourselves up, one to pull up people beneath us. And I'm going to tell you when you do that, not only are you going to feel better and you're going to be fulfilled, your success is going to come faster. I'm just going to tell you right now, ask me how I know. I've got t-shirts say, ask me how I know, because I've made every freaking mistake you can make. <laughs> and, and it's this pound, ask me how I know. One of my students got them for me and they took off. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'll get off my soapbox, brother. That, uh, that, that was the bulk of what I wanted to make sure I shared with you today. No. Wow. I, uh, I mean, I appreciate you sharing all of that. I, I mean, you've gone through everything that a person could go through. And it sounds like you learned the right lessons um, going through all that stuff. So uh, yeah. first, just from me, I want to, I want to thank you for sharing that because it's uh, it resonated. Pleasure, everything brother. you said resonated with me too. So I appreciate that. You bet. Um, so real quick, oops, sorry. I'm going to um, move real quickly because my dog just got in. She's going to start barking. I apologize. This is COVID times. Um, one second. I'm going to uh, cut I like that your piece backdrop out. with Seattle there, brother. It's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So what I was going to go. So really quickly, I wanted to go back over uh, your goal setting. Um, so I wrote I was, while you were talking, I was writing everything down um, for everybody who is listening, watching uh, the real quick summary. So you sit down an hour at the, at the time when you have the most energy, maybe nine in the morning or whenever you have the most energy. Uninterrupted. Write, what was that? Uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you write down everything that you want to have in the next three to 10 years. No, no, no. In life, in life, in life, life. everything in life. Yes. I mean, I, until the day you die, everything you could possibly want to do, be, or have until the day you die. Okay. okay. It's a big list. Everything you want to have, everything you want to do, everything you want to learn and everyone you want Mm -hmm. to help in your entire life. Yep. Um, once you get that done, then you just take a, take a guess and figure out how long each one is going to take to achieve. And don't overthink it. Okay. Don't, don't, o- don't, don't sit there and agonize about it. Just throw a number out. It's, it's doesn't matter. Okay. No analysis by paralysis there right. or paralysis by analysis. Right. And then the next step, um, you choose your top goal and your top three goals that you can ac- accomplish. Three one year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three one year goals. Yep. Three mm-hmm. goals that you can accomplish within a year. And then with each of those goals, you write down the why, why you must achieve that goal. Um, And on top of that, you write down the pain that you'll feel if you do not achieve the goal. And and use very descriptive words, guys. Use emotionally charged words. Words are so freaking powerful. You want to utilize them. Yep. And then the final step 
um, it sounds like pictures. You got to make it, you got to make it visual. You got to turn it into something that you can look at and see that will motivate you to, uh, go, to get go up on off. Google, go on Google and just, just look at pictures, Google, you know, re- pull out pictures and it doesn't have to be exactly what your goal is. But when you see it, you're like, Oh, that feels good. Download it, go to CVS or Walgreens, have them blown up, put them around you, put them on your screensaver, on your phone, on your computer, uh, put them wherever you can. In my exercise room, I've got them. I'll show you on the wall here. I've also, got sayings, you know, I am statements, focus, grind now, play later, Grant Cardonism, comfort kills, I am success, I am a business genius, you know, put these sayings, these pictures around you to motivate you and push you. Now, I love I am statements, I've got them in my exercise room, uh, in my other office as well. I, I, I am statements are very powerful because when you put the words I am in front of something, it becomes an identity statement. And there's no greater force in the, the human psyche than the need to remain consistent with how we identify ourselves. So anyway, sorry, I, I got off track and derailed you. So no, no, I, I love it. So, um, I mean, the I am statements, just those things that you had up on, on the top there for people who are listening. He has a bunch of uh, um, basically... Um, pictures. Uh, I don't want to call yeah, it Vista print, Vista print pictures in frames that I just had my assistant put together. And, you know, and when I say I'm a business genius, it's not like me bragging. That's what I want to aspire to be. Yep, so yep. I, I, I put that I and like, I am the best in the world. I might do and what I do. I'm the world's greatest husband. Uh, these are aspirations, but yep. they're powerful when you put I am identity in front of them. statements. Now, I will tell you, I will tell you what else I do is I I encant them at the top of my lungs when I'm exercising and, you know, kids, my kids help me at my, at my live events. When we were doing live events and people come up to and come up to my daughter and my son. And they're like, does he really do that shit? Yeah. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> yeah. That's my dad. That's my dad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the truth. Oh. Perfect. Well, uh, well, Hey Rod, I, I appreciate everything that you, you, uh, you shared with us. That is um, it's pure gold. So if people Thank are listening, you, watching, that's uh, take it to heart and, and put it to action. Um, we did. Oh, by the way, let me, let me, I forgot to mention my event. Okay. So, so two day event. Uh, When do you think this will air? Uh, so this will probably air in April. Oh, wow. That long. Okay. Well that no worries then, then, then I'll have one after that. I've got one coming up in February, but, uh, uh, if you go to, if you text the word multifamily to seven, two, three, four, five, text multifamily to seven, two, three, four, five. And then you remember the code rod friend, You'll be able to attend my two-day boot camp, the whatever the next one is. I, I don't know that date yet for 97 bucks, okay? And it's 16 to 18 hours of training. Uh, even if you're going to do mobile home parks and RV parks, you will get tremendous value from the, that 16 to 18 hours and nothing's being sold. So it's a duh, okay? Perfect. So again, it's multifamily to 72345 and use the code RODFRIEND as one word. Doesn't Upper, lowercase, doesn't matter. And you'll be able to come for 97 bucks. Perfect. So, I'll put that in the show notes too. So oh, if you guys- And, and uh, one other thing I forgot. I've got a podcast. We just broke 10 million downloads and I would love it if you, even if you're not interested in real estate, which I guess you are if you're listening to Gabe here, but- <laughs> but I do these clips every week called Own Your Power. And they're five-minute motivational clips. You will freaking love them. So it's Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing is the name of my podcast. In fact, if you go on your iPhone and you search real estate, I usually come up number one. And um, But uh, I would love to have you check out my podcast as well. Thank you. Um, Perfect. Just- yeah. Um, well, Rod, before we before we uh, we lose you here, we are. I'm going to push you into the quick question round. Oh, and that's right. Is, yeah. All right. This is uh, it's super simple. It is. Um, I'm going to ask quick questions. You give me quick responses, and uh, and right. then we'll go from there. Let's do it. Let's do it. And it always starts out with books. I'm a big bookie, so why don't you tell us what is your favorite um, general life wisdom book, and then your favorite real estate investing book. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to give you a whole bunch real quick. I'll rattle them off because my love language is gifts. Okay. So my students get a book almost every month from me. Now there's a book called the five languages of love. If you love anybody, read that freaking book. Okay. So in other words, get the book, a lot, five languages of love, get it. Um, I gift my students the turning pro about becoming a professional in whatever mm. vocation you're going after. Stop being an amateur. The slight edge, those little decisions you make every day that traject your life up or down. Uh, the magic of thinking big, huge book. The one thing, Gary Keller's book, fantastic. I interviewed uh, his co-author on my show. Um, the Miracle Morning, Hal Elrod's book about getting your butt up in the morning and making stuff happen. Uh, I've had him on my show as well. Of course, you know, Grant Cardone's books are fantastic. That's enough. There you go. There's there's a few. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that covered everything. I love All it. All right, good. Um, that goes into the next question. And this is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Rod, who was 18 years old, had zero experience in real estate, um, go back to him, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward. Uh, go big, quick, go big, faster. Okay. Much bigger, faster. I wouldn't have screwed around with single family. I would have just done apartments. You know, the reason I started my podcast is my houses are what pulled me down. I had 800 houses and multiple apartment complexes. It was the houses because they were too scattered out to manage properly that pulled me down. And, and, and I was only a 30% loan to value as well. I mean, it was just uh, really kind of astounding. Yeah. Um, so my multifamily did just fine. I would have survived. I've been on the back of my yacht if I'd just been on multifamily back then. So uh, anyway, that that but but go bigger, faster, larger properties for sure, because it's the same amount of work and go they're bigger, much faster. easier to manage. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. I've uh, That has been echoed many times across. This, oh, I'm sure I asked the same question on my show and I and I do it because I want you guys to hear it over and freaking over again. Yeah. Go bigger, faster. OK, <laughs> when you hear enough people say it, hopefully you get the memo. That's the that's the point. There you go. Uh, Next question is, um, what habit do you feel contributes the most to your success? Sure. Real quick. Every morning I sit down and I, and I, uh, I should have had my vision boards here to show you, but I I sit in this recliner behind me and you can kind of see the vision board on the floor there. Okay. You can see one of them. That's my travel board, but I sit on that recliner and I just do gratitude. I do gratitude for my amazing, beautiful wife, my kids, my coaching students, my foundation, and I just do gratitude. But then I do gratitude for the things that I want as if I already have them. And I and, and know that sounds, I probably lost some of you analytical ones, but there's a reason I had, <laughs> you know, I lost 50 million and I got back. Okay. So poo-poo it at your peril. But I do gratitude for, you know, the things that I want. Sometimes I get emotional over things I don't even have yet. Okay. That's <laughs> the, the, the depth that I take it to because it freaking works. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and then, and then I'll do a declaration. And the declaration is, you know, it's going to be an amazing day. And it almost always is when I do that. Okay. So, yeah. Perfect. I love it. Gratitude. Um, yep. It is the thing that, that really gives you, gives you energy uh, to start It's the most with. important emotion you can have. You can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. You can't be angry and grateful at the same time. It's, it's the most important emotion you can have. I love it. Um, and second to last question, uh, this is an opportunity. Well, actually, I'm going to skip that one. and I'm just going to go in the United States. What is the area um, that you have the most excitement about in, in terms of investing? What area are you looking for? Oh, I, I, I will just tell you where I don't love investing and I hate to say it. It's 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 the blue states. Uh, I don't yeah. want to get political with you, but, you know, they're just so anti-landlord. And and so it's like I, I would prefer to go where where business is welcome. And so, you know, uh, it's that those are the states I've, we've got assets in Kentucky and in, in Louisiana, in Texas, in South Carolina, in Ohio, and in Florida, 
And I love all those markets, but there's so many good markets in this country. Uh, and the beautiful thing about multifamily is you can do it anywhere. You don't, you don't have to, doesn't have, you don't have to do it where you live. We live in the greatest time in history where you can, in your underwear, you can go do the due diligence, you know, the preliminary <laughs> due diligence on an asset and, you yeah. know, with your phone and your laptop. It's just incredible. On Google Earth, you can drive down the street and go to the main intersection and, you know, and see what the area is like. And if there's a, a pawn shop and a liquor store and a strip club, there's, you know, that's a clue. Okay. So, so, you know, it's just incredible what you can do without even having to go visit the property. Back when I started, you had to go get on a plane and go see the property. You don't have to do that to get started now. Yep. Perfect. Um, last question. You've already kind of gone over this, but um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, you've given us tons of great yeah, advice. Yeah. Let me give you, let me give you a couple of good ones. Uh, of course, the podcast, it, it, you'll really, I think you really enjoy it. Um, you know, people don't remember what you said, but they remember how you made them feel. And I do everything I can to make you feel. And, and just, and, 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 and obviously I love what I do. You can feel the passion hopefully. And so, you know, check that out, lifetime cash flow. And then um, it, I've, my website, you can see my, on my website, you'll see, you can watch the podcast episodes if you prefer and just go to real estate with Rod com. real estate with Rod.com. And, and my website's actually rodcleaf.com, but nobody can spell my name. So we have a, uh, you know, a forward from real estate with Rod to get to my website, tons of free resources, books, articles, um, you know, videos and on and on and on just incredible, a ton of free content there. So real estate with Rod anyway. And, and again, Perfect. come to my boot camp. Uh, text multifamily to 41411. You're crazy not to for 97 bucks. Use the code Rod Friend because uh, it, it, uh, it's drinking through a fire hose. I will tell you that. Uh, but it's 16 to 18 hours of, of pure content, uh, in no sales at all. So, uh, so real quick earlier, you said to text the number 72345. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We just switched. Thank you for reminding me. We just switched from 41411 because I something wrong with the, the fact that it's too close to 411. Uh, and so they, they switched me after three years of using that. So it's 72345. <laughs> text multifamily to this is the first interview I've been on since it switched. So text multifamily to 72345 and then use the code Rod Friend. I'm so glad you reminded me. Buddy. Thank you. <laughs> No worries. Awesome. Well, Rod, thank you from the, from the bottom of my heart and everybody listening and watching. We appreciate having you on. Um, thanks for coming. My pleasure, here. brother. My pleasure. Take care. And for everybody who is here on the show with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason that we do this. So we appreciate having you here. As always, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, share this episode with your friends and family. Other than that, hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. 
First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the investor's daily success tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the wholesaler's template for quick assignment cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses when you download the ebook today. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.